one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. VoiceAmerica.com welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now here's the host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Today is a very serious show. Um, this, the people on the Voice America team and lots of colleagues and lots of friends are really, really upset with a very large company, the Bacardi Rum Company, because Bacardi is clearly stopping $800 million from going from a wonderful estate and charity that's legit called the Winsong Foundation to going to charity because they want to buy the company. They want to buy Patron Tequila, of the company that started this charity, for a price that would essentially take away all this money away from children. And today we have our legal analyst with us, David Edelman from Greenberg & Bass. Hi, David. Good morning, Cindy. So today's very, very serious. Sometimes we poke fun at things, but I'm very angry about this, and I've had you review the whole situation. Yes, um, I have. Uh, I have reviewed it, uh, at least from the standpoint of looking at the uh, articles that have been written on the subject. It's. Um, it, it seems like it's bragadocimo um, on Bacardi's part, you know, to hear about the fact that things have been settled between the partners in the Patron Empire, and um, John Baltazaria, who you know is willing to, you know, pay eight hundred million dollars you know, for his half of the company. It all seems very legit now. And now that that's been settled, it seems as if Bacardi decides to make an unsolicited bid for the company. And that would, in essence, take away like $870 million, no, $800 million that's being earmarked for the education of underprivileged children throughout the world. And this is real. I mean, this is real money that's sitting there. And Bacardi is essentially blocking this. Um, I think it's important for us as we visit this subject to really review the facts, as at least as far as has been reported, so we can understand, at least from a legal standpoint, of uh, how the 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 workings of the court system around the world um, are having the result of blocking the flow of this money um, through this charity out to the world's needy children. Okay. Well, legal analysts, please tell us. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, again, I'm commenting on uh, reports in uh, from various newspapers, and I haven't reviewed the documents uh, that were filed with the court because I understand this uh, particular saga has played out in two or three courts around the world. Yeah, it's an internet. It's certainly in the international realm, which makes it a little bit more complicated, and that's absolutely true. Well, as I understand the facts, um, the founder of Patron Tequila, Martin Crowley, um, established a um, established a trust um, in his name, um, and. Upon and he died in uh, what I believe 1993, mm-hmm. um, and the the really the instructions of of his trust 
It wasn't. It was not 1993. It was 2003. Um, yes, I'm sorry, 2003. Okay. Um, his instructions through his trust were that upon his death, the whatever whatever uh, money he had in his estate was going to be run through this charity and distributed out to needy children throughout the world. Um, Martin. I, I, it seems, died uh, childless and unmarried, and so he really had the freedom to direct this money to whatever cause he wanted it directed to. So um, it's a little complicated because uh, all of Mr. Crowley's assets and, and upon his death, the trust assets, um uh, Really formed um, were he- were really made up of fifty percent of a holding company for Patron Tequila. So Martin and his estate owned fifty percent of this company, and uh, and his partner John Paul DeJoria owned the other fifty percent of this company. Absolutely right. So on the larger scale, Bacardi Rum. Um, has the Bacardi family has been attempting to buy uh, this company, uh, which is held jointly by John Paul DeJoria and Martin Crowley's estate. Exactly right. Um, now, reports say that um, Bacardi, in, in 2004, entered into an agreement with the estate of Martin Crowley to buy his 50% of the company for $175 million. So it states in court papers. Yes. And <laughs> I would assume this is, I'm getting it off of uh, various uh, news well, reports. Well, it's, it's been reported in Business Week and the London Times. So, I mean, it's been covered legitimately. And, um, you know, that's exactly right. And it was actually, you know, an unsolicited, you know, claim. Right. Now, now we can't comment, I can't comment, I don't think anyone can comment on the legitimacy of that alleged 2004 agreement. Uh, Obviously, um, Bacardi thinks it's a a valid agreement. Others think think that it's not. So on the the larger scale, um, uh, John Paul DeJoria, subsequent to 2004, uh, entered into an agreement with the estate to buy that 50% interest for $755 million. Right. Um, the, so where the, where the rub comes in is that the, the $755 million that the estate of Martin Crowley would have collected um, in this agreement with Jean-Paul DeJoria um, has really been frozen by an injunction apparently filed by Bacardi seeking to enforce this 2004 agreement in which um, they claim they were um, uh, it was agreed that they would pay 175 million dollars for these shares. Right. No, you're absolutely right, and you've got the facts right. But the you know the the fact is it has this effect. You know, although it might be, you know, a business move on Bacardi's part, I mean, we have to look at the facts here. It's like essentially it's taking away this 
$800 million that essentially is cleared to go to children's charity, education in particular, at a time when the world is like, <laughs> children are really not a priority in today's world, obviously. <laughs> I mean, with all of the stuff that's going on in the news. So essentially, you know what, let's, let's put it this way. Uh, here's, the, here's the business facts, okay? The legal battle, you know, particularly if, you know, influential people become aware of it and talk about it, is really likely to sour the image of Bacardi because it's a multi-billion dollar company which spends more than $150 million a year in marketing its products. $150 million a year, you know, for marketing rum as fun drinks for, you know, hedonistic youth. And, um, you know, it's like, can they stop the block and just let Winsong go through and then make a deal maybe? Well, it would certainly seem that, uh, you know, with the Bacardi family, you're not dealing with a company that is without, uh, as some might view, unlimited assets. Um, the, you know, the, it's very, very unfortunate that, you know, this, the, the whole purpose of Mr. Crowley's estate has sort of taken a turn sideways and has been derailed by all of this, um, all of this court action, which, um, has the unfortunate effect of keeping, you know, listen, almost, uh, um, a, you know, a, a little bit shy of a billion dollars going out to, uh, to the world's children where they need, where, where there's so many, so many children's, uh, causes that could use money like this. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that more in the next segment. We're about, you know, two minutes away from the break, but, you know, what, you know, knowing a little bit of the history and, you know, in the next segment, you and I can talk about some of the charity work, you know, that, you know, you and I are involved in. We know of fantastic humanitarian causes that, you know, that in essence that I know that we'd like to set up a meeting at least with the estate. I mean, this is real money, and this can really change the world. It's not, you know, a little bit of money. I mean, you know, almost a billion dollars is a lot of money. <laughs> Well, certainly, and it's really depriving Mr. Crowley of allowing him to put his funds to the use that he really wanted that that what he really wanted, which was which exactly. was to really be um, the most generous benefactor uh, in the world. It's bigger than Geldor. It's so big. It's you know all of the stuff that you know we follow. You know, um, you know live live earth and live aid and all of this kind of stuff <laughs> i mean you know we this can not only just go clear to a charity but work with you know a lot of other charities that are legitimate and existing to really build upon that billion dollars that would be martin's dream you know a legacy yes it's it's uh it's so unfortunate that the, you know the various business dealings between these parties have seemed to really have derailed um this this otherwise tremendous philanthropic uh uh gift well said we're going to take a commercial break and then we're going to come back with our legal analyst david edelman from greenberg and bass and talk more about the billion dollars that's being taken away from children News. News. Opinion. 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 
your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. Festivals. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R A K N R O L L Entertainment.com. Or call 1 818 597 0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST right here on the Voice America channel. Young people, do you want a forum to discuss your ideas and thoughts about what matters most to you? Speak Up brings together diverse voices, cultures, and ideologies from college-age adults across the country. Host Gina Holland provides a different perspective on how current affairs impact future generations. Broadcasting live every Thursday, Speak Up with Gina urges young Americans to think, ask pertinent questions, and affect change. That's Speak Up with Gina, Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America channel. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Cindy Rakowitz. We're back talking about corporate greed today, and we have our legal analyst, David Edelman from Greenberg & Bass Law in Sino, California, giving his commentary. Later on, we'll have some comments from the hinterlands. Our ongoing contributor, Shelley W., will join us with her comments. In the meantime, for those of, for those of you that have been listening, um, there is an estate called the Windsong Estate that has nearly a billion dollars earmarked for children's education. It's legit. It's um, been evaluated, and, uh, you know, $800 million is there and ready to be um, distributed by professionals to the right charities ensuring its growth and legacy, and basically because um, Bacardi wants to buy Patron for a certain price, in essence it has the poison effect of blocking this generous um, 
foundation. And one thing that I want to add for those of you who are listening, um, you know, it's easy to call Bacardi in New York City and just say, stop the block, Windsong rocks, and I think they'll get the message. And the Bacardi phone number is 212-370-7520. And just really say that, you know, stop blocking Windsong. Just stop blocking Windsong. And, uh, you know, hopefully something will happen. I want to save the world, and David does too. Right, David? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, soon we're going to go out with picket signs, and I'm sure that Bacardi will just love that. You know, we could go with our pickets, walk over to Rockefeller Center, get onto the Today Show. You know, there's a lot of things that a public relations professional can do. Uh, the the power of, of the press is oftentimes much greater than the power of the courts. Yes, we we frequently discuss that, and the smart lawyers are the one that u- use the power of the press. What they can't win in courts, and sometimes it's very influential. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I have to. You know, the power of the press. I mean, I was only made made aware of this whole situation by reading a uh, a newspaper article in the London Times that was published in early September of this year. I mean, uh, you know, again, people go into court and they have their various arguments and they make make arguments and, you know, I'm sure Bacardi is doing this for um, a business reason, um, you know, filed this injunction for a business reason, not with the specific intent to harm the uh, children of the world. And I think but that's acknowledged. I think that it's acknowledged in all of the press, and it's in, acknowledged in the press release that went out, you know, about this show. I mean, I don't think that, you know, the people at Bacardi are saying, oh, you know, let's let's hurt the children. I mean, but, you know, they have to realize that, you know, in essence what they're doing it's hurting the children. <laughs> well, here's the, well, here's really the point that I was that I was that I wanted to make is that wouldn't it be what a great public relations victory it would be for Bacardi if um, if if this were all settled in a manner which would allow the trust to distribute as much money as possible to the uh, children of the world. No, I, I think that's really true. Um, I, it would make Bacardi look like heroes. They have $150 million a year, which is such a generous marketing budget. You know, I mean, but that's what big distilled spirits companies have. And, you know, look, it's a it's a great industry, and as long as you drink responsibly, you know, why not have $150 million a year in a budget? But if it could somehow be, instead of blocking, you know, instead of stopping this charity, you know, from moving forward, if they could somehow, you know, um, you know, be heroes and talk about the fact that, you know, they knew about this charity and didn't realize how impactful it was, they would get terrific press. Oh yeah, Bacardi would be viewed in such a different light, and and perhaps, you know, realizing the public relations victory that could come from all of this would be, uh, you know, if that could happen. That would be great. Well, and you know, because, I mean, you would think that Bacardi would want to be involved in some kind of education, particularly in educating people um, about what drinking and driving can do to a young driver. Oh, yeah, and particularly because, you know, Bacardi is, is, you know, a lot of its operations are located around the world in areas where, um, you know, children can certainly benefit from from charitable contributions. No, it's it's really true. So it could be a win-win situation, and 
You know, well, one of the things that has prompted the Voice America, you know, team to get together and do the show, you know, as you know, I always have meetings about story ideas and all of that kind of stuff. We had to do the show now because it's before the holidays. I, I think we wanted to do it on Halloween, but the fires have, you know, had an effect on vo- on the Motovox Studios in San Diego. Thank God everybody's okay. Um, but, you know, in the news lately, you know, it seems that there are times where, you know, terrible children's stories come in, you know, in multiple packages. And it's unfortunate, but it just seems to be the way the news works. I mean, first we hear about the gap in India. And the gap in India is doing the slave labor thing with 11-year-old children. Um, You know, I think that, you know, having education or, you know, contributing to children's education would certainly you know, have a positive effect on these horrible things happening. Um, you know, and we all know about the Chinese toys issue, too. It's like if kids were better educated and if parents, you know, would communicate with their kids more about what kind of toys they're playing with, perhaps they wouldn't eat lead. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's all preventative, and that's what children's edu- education is all about. It's like when you, we look at the things in the news today, it's like if children were be- better educated, maybe these things wouldn't happen. Now, uh, you know, I applaud Oprah, too, for taking a very proactive role with her, you know, Children's Leadership Academy for girls. Um, a horrible thing happened with her. I mean, you know, she does this wonderful thing in South Africa, and then her administrators are, you know, abusing the children, you know, perhaps sexually. And I know that she's, you know, doing everything she can. She made the right action. She fired the staff. But, again, if education addressed these issues and there were the means to better educate our children, perhaps it could be preventative. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the, the we have so many problems around the world. We have poverty. We have homelessness. We have hunger. And you know these are these are these seem like problems which are insurmountable, but there's so many things that we could do now, not only as an American culture but as as a world culture, to attempt to um, educate our children on ways to address and solve these problems, so that the world they grow up in is one which is uh, better than the one we're seeing develop right now. Exactly, and the Winsong money, you know, almost a billion dollars is enough. I mean, we both know enough about, you know, funds in perpetuity, and if you have the right people managing the trust, that this is just a down payment for what could be, you know, trillions of dollars. Absolutely. I mean, it's legacy-making. He's not. I mean, this is just not a million or two million dollars that would go to one event and be over with. This is a legacy. This could be something that is honored in perpetuity. As a matter of fact, I know that you're working very closely with a wonderful project, um, the Monument to Humanity project. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I'd love to. I mean, I the Monument to Humanity would love even a small portion of, of the Winsong money because... Um, the goal, one of the goals of this monument is to is to educate children on addressing these world problems. The monument to humanity, Cindy, is a is a is a project which is um, on the drawing board and and could be very close to breaking ground. And this monument is really intended to be the bookend of the mon- of the Statue of Liberty. The Monument to Humanity uh, um, 
uh, hopefully in the next year or so we'll uh, we'll start to break ground in the port of on Lo- the port of Long Beach. And the, the monument is really intended, you know, the Statue of Liberty uh, came over and served as, as really an inspiration for all of the immigrants that, that came on the boats and ended up at Ellis Island. Um, the monument, Humanity, is intended to have the same sort of effect in terms of providing inspiration to not only the United States but the world in terms of, of, of making this ma- making the world um, grow closer together rather than more fragmented, uh, which it's currently doing. Um, the monument is really different from the Statue of Liberty because it will be a, a place, a, the only working monument uh, in the world. Uh, there's, there's go- the plans call not only for the, for the structure or the monument itself to be built, but there's uh, plans in place to develop a research center, a learning center, a cultural exchange center, um, which is really intended to um, not only uh, allow the peoples of the world to gather closer, but to provide a place for research and development again uh, in in a in a way of not only um, in in one way to to uh, help children um, become cognizant of and give them tools which with which to address um, these global problems. Right, and I so I think you know. You know, the criteria of the estate is children's education. We also talked about the fact before, you know, before the show that the monument, you know, will have environmental education attached to it and we know how important that is. And, you know, you know, I think that at the very least, you know, hopefully something good will come out of this and we could set up a meeting between, you know, the, you know, Windsong Estate and the Monument Humanity team because I think that it's win-win for everybody. It's, uh, you know, um, you know. I think that Martin Crowley's legacy can certainly be carried out because we talked about the ways that, you know, the monument can honor people and pay homage to people. And God, it's going to be right in Long Beach, you know, and worldwide renowned. But you know what? We're talking too much because I have to end the show here. There's so many other charities. David Edelman, Greenberg and Bass, legal analysts. Thank you for your comments. Remember, you know, we want people to call into Bacardi and say, stop the block and um, win song rocks, and hopefully they'll get the message. And, David, thank you for joining us, and um, stay tuned for the next couple of segments. All right, Cindy, thank you very much, and, and Bacardi could be a mensch. Uh, they could be a mensch, very well said. <laughs> Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production of 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L entertainment.com. Or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions. We do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. The ability to wield power, shape the environment and the outcome, and the desire to make things happen are essential characteristics of all great leaders. Explore the essence of leadership from an insider's point of view on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio, international coach, consultant, and advisor to leaders for over 20 years. Get the unvarnished, inside story on how leaders in the spotlight take the critical decisions that deliver exceptional, real-world results and why they sometimes spectacularly and publicly fail as well. Tune into Leadership Intuitions for a behind-the-scenes look at what gets great leaders up in the morning and what keeps them up at night. Go beyond the conventional advice about what great leaders are and what they do and learn how to create your own personal legacy as a leader. Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio broadcasts each Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. If you want to put the pep back in your step, Chad Lafferty's has just what you're looking for. Dance is life. Life is dance. It's only about dance. It's about moving through life with style, gaining awareness of the never-ending, ever-flowing movement that accompanies all of life's activities. Dance is life. Life is dance. Broadcast every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Radio Network. Be sure to tune in and tap into the limitless healing that dance can provide. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Now back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Hi, we're back, we're back, and we're talking about corporate greed, and we're talking about the world's children and how they need money to learn. We're talking about how the Windsong Estate has $800 million that they're ready to give to the children in perpetuity to um, educate them better, so perhaps we don't have many as many problems as we see in the news today. And today we also have, in addition to our legal analyst, we have our social analyst. And who better but Shelley W. to talk to us about what Middle America has to say about children and education and blocking very, very generous charities. Hi, Shelley W. Good morning, Cindy. And I have to say that I, I agree with everything that you and David have been saying. I mean, God, it's just like so easy. I mean, again, you know, in fairness to Bacardi, they didn't mean for this to happen. You know, they just want to buy, 
you know, Patron tequila at a good price, but the effect that it's having, you know, is taking away this money from children. And I think like David said, you know, Bacardi can be a mensch, you know, meaning that, you know, they could look like heroes if they have a press conference and say that they, you know, decided to stop the block because they didn't realize how much, you know, money was at stake to go to the children and, um, you know, they want to be a part of it too and that they support the estate and all of that kind of stuff. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Well, I don't proclaim to know uh, the workings of big business, but I do know an awful lot of children that are helped by charities. Uh, one, my first job was working in a state-run home for severe, severely handicapped kids. Oh. And, um, I, you know, when you think about, like you said, spinning it into a, a, a PR and, well, a benefit to humanity. Yeah. I mean, um, isn't it stipulated in your friend's will? Uh, why do we have lawyers if, you know, what we believe are not, is not going to be held? held up when the time comes. Well, you know what, it's right, you know, when you and I, you know, talked a little bit yesterday, um, you know, I, you know, the reason why instead of this money being ear, instead of this money going to children's charity, it was certainly not the intention of the state to spend money, you know, in legal fighting. <laughs> I understand that. You know, too. so I mean, yeah. but you're right. I mean, you know, you said to me, well, isn't, you know, you said to me very sweet in your, in your southern twang, you know, <laughs> you, you, you said to me, well, you know, aren't there, aren't there papers that prevent this stuff from happening? And yeah, there are, but, you know, you could have the best you know, um, a state paperwork in the world that's legitimated and evaluated and all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, certainly, you know, the will was um, evaluated as being very genuine and the money, you know, was certainly evaluated as being there. But when somebody, you know, like a Bacardi rum and the Bacardi family, you know, blocked this, you know, from going through because they have business interests of their own, that makes these good-hearted people have to fight a legal battle instead of giving money to the kids. It's just not right. I haven't heard anything this ludicrous since Leona Helmsley left all that money to her dog. <laughs> I mean, where did common sense just go out the window? It's just stupid. No, it's just, it's really, really stupid. I mean, imagine, you know, we would want this to be... Obviously, Winsong would want to be, you know, a worldwide charity, so people like you, Shetley, who, you know, represent a lot of great people in the hinterlands of America, you know, we would want to talk to people like you and get your opinions, you know, we being, you know, on behalf of the Winsong estate, you know, of how this money could be best utilized and, you know, best distributed. And, um, you know, there's a lot of you know, funky stuff going on in charities today, but, you know... I know. I give to charities. I've worked for charities. I've benefited from charities. Well, I mean, you know, a billion dollars is a lot of money. And what I was going to say is there are there is funky stuff going on in charities, but, you know, Winsong would ensure that this money is best leveraged to go to the cause. I mean, you know... We need more more people like this gentleman to step up and save this this country. Well, he wants to save the world, honey. 
Well, I believe charity begins at home. <laughs> you know, I like Oprah and everything, and I know she gives a lot. Well, and everybody's free about... to do with what they want with their millions of dollars. But um, I'm just saying maybe we should start with our own. Well, let me ask you a question, okay? You're, you're an Indiana girl, okay? Mm-hmm. And you know the areas around you, and, you know... Um, you know, people don't think. Hello, hello. Oh, you're okay. I thought that we lost you. People, you know, in the U.S. don't sometimes don't think how people need, you know, stuff right here. People don't realize that there's hunger and educational needs right here. You know, listen. Living in Louisville for six months, I, I think education has to be a little better. You know, oh. There ain't a lot of smart people there. <laughs> I come from a family of educators. Don't I know it? <laughs> well, you know, what are the needs, you know, give identify some of the charities that you think would benefit, that you would lobby a wind song for, you know, in terms of the Midwest and American charity. You have your forum. Go ahead, Shelley. Oh, Oh, definitely March of Dimes and uh, the Cancer Society, uh, UNICEF. Oh, UNICEF is worldwide. Well, yeah, I mean, those are, are uh, children's, um, what is that, children's charities. Fund. I mean, I bought a goat for some village. You so, bought a goat for a village? <laughs> well, I, I don't know if that was what Winsong's intention was, to buy well, goats you know, for villages. Everybody but should, <laughs> my point being is everybody should do even what little they can to preserve the earth and the future of our children. No, I, I, you know, being a mother, that's very well said. I, we're very, we're very concerned. Look at the poison in the air. You know, look at the poison in the toys. Oh, well, you know, well, again, because you're a great mom and you do come from a family of educators, though. I mean, what did your kid say to you when um, she was playing with the toy that was being pointed out as being poisonous? Well, she said, do you really think I'm dumb enough to put this in my mouth? Oh, and <laughs> you actually said that it's a toy that, you know, eats food and poops? What, what, <laughs> you, you have the toy, the toy is a Barbie doll, and she comes with a plastic uh, dog named Tanner. And Tanner eats this food, and when you crank his tail, it, these little pellets come out his butt. So it's really a poop. That's unbelievable. I know, but when she got it, I laughed and laughed. I know. And then I thought, well, this is kind of weird, but, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I'll let her keep it and play with it. Yet, um, you know, read that some child digested this and, you know, the magnets in his system uh, nearly killed him. That's all they are is little magnetic pellets. The, the little magnetic poop pellets and people yeah. were eating them. So, you know, if Get a kid was... This it, morning I woke up and on the news is about uh, these things called aqua dots. And they're little um, plastic beads, but if ingested with, you know, your saliva, it causes a chemical reaction that's the equivalent of a date rape drug. Wow. Isn't that odd? So that's made in China. Yes. Made in China. Do you, do you think that this is a conspiracy? Oh, no, no. <laughs> just, uh, it 
it's not like a 24 episode. I mean, we yeah. have to think about these things as a writer's strike. I want—I don't want 24 to be interrupted mid-season, okay? Oh, I like The Office. Uh, oh, my gosh. I live for Thursdays. And Earl? Uh, <laughs> oh, that is like... I, I'm guaranteed a whole hour of shits and giggles. Well, the you funny know, thing I is, live we, for that. that's corporate greed, too. You and I discussed yesterday that, you know, since this show is talking about, you know, greed and corporations and hoping that, you know, Bacardi thinks about dropping the block, you know, um, Windsong Rocks, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, we, we talked a lot about corporate greed. We talked about the writer's the writer's strike, too, even though it really doesn't have much to do with children's charity, it, has, it certainly has to do with greed because a lot of these writers are making $200,000 a year and teachers are making, you know, $30,000 a year and they want to get more money because of the multiple windows of distribution like DVD and Internet content and all of that kind of stuff. But these people are going to be out of work for six months now? Come on. Six months is a long time to be out of work. Well, I, I think they're hoping that it doesn't last that long, but it could. Those of us that watched the 1988 strike, it was devastating, and it changed the way programs worked. People well, adjust. People adapt. The Holocaust was devastating. This was just a mere interruption in my daily life. <laughs> I remember that, and I didn't like it either. <laughs> but, you know, maybe it will challenge writers out there or, you know, other people that, scabs, if you will, that want to step in and take over to be a little bit more creative and imaginative instead of trying to rerun the same stuff over and over with a new, you know, spin. Well, I, you know, I, I don't know. I think they're just thinking about money, Shelley. I mean, you know, I, I know that you're hoping for more creativity, but... Uh, you know, I think they're just looking for money. But we have to take a break, but you stay tuned, and then we're going to st- start talking about calling Bacardi and telling them to drop the block or stop the block and win song rocks. That's the chant. Remember that. So stay tuned. More with Shelly W. when we come back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production of 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R A K N R O L L Entertainment.com. Or call 1 818 597 0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, Rack and Roll Productions. We do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. 
We all know that somebody. They are always in a great mood, always smiling, always getting exactly what they want. What if that somebody could be you? Let Andrea with an I help you find your personal bliss every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America channel. Explore the endless possibilities of using the law of attraction through faith, trust, and support. Tune in Wednesdays to Ask Andrea, the law of attraction in action on the Voice America channel. Free yourself from the prison of your conditioned thoughts and destroy barriers that hinder your success. Tune in to Empowered Living, Life, Truth, and Being Free with host, speaker, writer, and personal coach Steve Maraboli. Steve and his expert guests take you on a quest for truth and highlight philosophies and strategies that help you release your greatest self. It's time to shake off mediocrity, destroy personal barriers, live up to your greatest potential, and align with happiness, success, and excellence with Empowered Living, Life, the Truth, and Being Free with Steve Maraboli. Broadcasting every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Empowered Living, Life, the Truth, and Being Free. Release the power within. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now let's get back to more Stars of PR. Here's your host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. And today we're urging corporations to think of the world's children. It's the holiday season and um, hopefully... And picking up where we left off, you know, long story short, there's um, $800 million currently being held in a trust and earmarked for the education of underprivileged children throughout the world. And it is reported in the London Times and um, Business Week and, you know, other publications that um, the Bacardi family instructed its lawyers to file an injunction which prevents the payout from the will of this generous co-founder of Patron Tequila, Martin Crowley. And, you know, it's evident that the legal battle is likely to sour the image of Bacardi because it's a multi-billion dollar company which spends more than $150 million a year Marketing its products as fun drinks, of course, for hedonistic youth. You know, rum is, um, you know, in the in in that packaging and in the Bacardi packaging is certainly not intended for the sophisticated drinker. Um, <laughs> but you know what, Bacardi could be a mensch here, and they could, you know, drop the block and make Windsong rock and. You know, I want to encourage people to call into Bacardi and say, "Drop the block against the Windsong, drop the block against the Windsong Estate, please, and just make the world a better place for everyone." And that's two one two three seven zero seven five two zero. I know that Shelley W would love to have a trip to New York City and perhaps maybe. You know, join the picketers for a good cause instead of a greedy cause and just say stop the block because you and me in New York, Shelley, the place would never be the same. And then we would walk to Rockefeller Center and you'd get on the Today Show and you could call all your friends from the Midwest and tell them to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know what? Speaking of advertising and marketing, 
How apropos that Picardi's logo is like a vampire bat. You know, I really admire your internet research, Shell. I have to say, it's been a year that oh, you've that's been not online internet. and you are an animal. That's not internet research. I've been drinking Bacardi for quite some time, and I think I will stop. Oh, my God. And we know, I know a lot, a lot of Bacardi lot. drinkers down in the Indiana area. You can well, stop like Indiana said, if they don't stop the block. The holiday season is coming up. <laughs> you know, uh, no rum this holiday season. No, I mean, listen, you know, put Patron in your, in your eggnog. It, it won't give you as much as a hangover. Well, obviously, Buckhardy knows that because they want to buy Patron. But you know what? Drink Patron, stop the block, and have all of your 3,000 friends that go to them farm parties that you invited me to, don't drink Bacardi rum. We could start a whole boycott here. Do you know what power we have, Shelley? Do they realize how many people I know? <laughs> well, that's Bacardi why I brought you on the show. This? I brought you on the show because, you know what, I was just... You know, again, when I spent my little stint in Louisville, I was amazed at, you know, how many people... I got in with the right set of people. I mean, I go to a party at Nita's house, and my God, there's 3,000 people there. I get all people, all of those people not to drink Bacardi. Oh, my God, it's going to hurt Sam. And they know two people, and so on, <laughs> and so on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And then, you know, people don't realize the big corporations that there are, you know... You know, down in the Ville. I mean, they just don't. You know, we could have the young people boycott Bacardi rum. And we the know that the young people own Churchill Downs, so imagine, you know, not having Bacardi rum as a drink at the Kentucky Derby. Oh, my God! Hmm, I'm thinking about it. They mostly drink bourbon then, but, you know. Yeah, but Bacardi's a cheap, you know, it's a cheap drink. So, you know, if... Well, the the last time I did a boycott, it lasted two years. You don't want to make me mad. Oh, Shelly, you know, again, the people that don't know you don't know you're one of the most influential people. I mean, (laughs) you know, you've changed law. You get angry about gun control. You and I have had some really great conversations. You just sound like, you know, you're a redneck, but i got to tell you, you're the educated redneck, and that's a big weapon. I'm a passionate person. You're what? I said I'm a passionate person. You certainly are. <laughs> you certainly are. But you're right. It was so funny when we were talking yesterday. It's like, it figures. Why did they have a logo that looks like a vampire? You know. <laughs> well, I, well, I never I, really thought about that. Actually, I looked at the logo myself the other day, and it was kind of vampiric. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but two one two three seven zero seven five two zero. That's the corporate offices for the Bricardi family in New York City. You know, um, that's the one because I work a switchboard. Well, we know that too. <laughs> McCarty, here I come. Well, you know, I, I mean, it is a public service, you know, for you to say, stop the block. Hello, could I help you? <laughs> yeah. Stop the block. No Bacardi. How oh, it can I help you? Is a push, a couple pushes on the keyboard. I imagine too. Oh no! Oh well, you know, guerrilla marketing is the most powerful kind of marketing. And remember, you know, I'm not really exactly um, a shrinking violet when it comes to my mouth either. You know, we we can make things happen. We have a coalition here. There are people in New York that are furious. It's like anybody that, I mean, again, how many men do you know that you know really? Spent their whole lives. I mean, he certainly had fun. Martin Crowley is a great legacy. He certainly should be, you know, um, always honored. But, you know, a billion dollars to kids? I mean, come on. We need it now. 
Oh, they would need it always. We, you and I talked about Lakshmi yesterday, the girl that, the deity girl. And oh, you brought to my attention. And then I read more on it, and of course, I'm, I'm getting the fact that they do talk about her being the Indian goddess, the Indian multi-limbed goddess, but, you yes. know, and now, you know, thankfully, people, you know, people are operating on her to give Lakshmi a more normal life so she could have two arms and two legs instead of four limbs. Now, I don't have access to my computer today, so I'm not on the BBC website, which I check out all the time. Uh, so I, I need an update on how she's doing. Well, I'm not sure. I didn't see as of this morning, but as of last night, it was all good. But the point that we make about Lakshmi, even though, you know, um, you know, she's an adorable little girl, but these kinds of things, I mean, maybe she is an Indian goddess. I don't know. But scientifically, um, you know, if some of the estate's monies can be... Um, contributed to neurological sciences and stem cell research. That's another facet of education that can prevent children from being born with genetically, um, you know, ill-fated diseases because the research is done before the child is born. And I know that the estate was very interested in neurological sciences as well, and I think that Lakshmi is a poster child. Well, um, in the place where I used to work many, many years ago, um, you had to have three major handicaps and be a ward of the state before you could even have a room there. Three major handicaps? Yes. So I would challenge a member of uh, the board of directors to go to one of these homes, hold one of those babies in your arms, and still, you know, uh, try to block yeah, well, well, no, exactly right. You have to get into the real. You, you, we have to stop the block. And again, it's not Bacardi's intention to to be mean here. Bacardi just wants to buy Patron. I mean, it's you know they don't understand, well, nor do they want to understand that this is really blocking a lot of money. I mean, Bacardi can change the world too if they drop the block. I mean, you know, it's they could make you know. Listen, they have a hundred and fifty million dollars a year that you know because they're. God, a multi-billion-dollar company. You know, sure. that, you know, it's not that they're hurting for money either. So, you know, they could get involved and maybe match some of the charities that Winsong wanted to contribute to. I mean, Bacardi oh, could yeah. get on the charity train here, and then everybody will drink Bacardi. But until then, we're boycotting. <laughs> I will, and I will tell everybody I know. You have that switchboard, and you talk to people in the country. Oh, all I have a big family of drinkers. <laughs> We More importantly, <laughs> you are the Bacardi audience in the United States. You know that. <laughs> mm, I do like, you know, my rum and vanilla Coke. Uh, yeah, I know that's a, it's a, even though, but, you know, as you said, you know, they drink mint juleps at the Derby, but every other day of the year it's Bacardi. And Christmas is coming, and, you know, rum and eggnog is a big drink. Uh-huh. Not this year. <laughs> ah, what else will you put in your eggnog? I think some people do put in whiskey. Ooh. Well, you know what? Better, you know what? Stop. Drop the block. Otherwise, you know, we have a windsong constituency, Shelley, that you could join. We'll march to New York City and things will never be the same. But guess what? We have to wrap up the show. Well, I'm here for you. And, uh, 
I'm glad to see you survived the fires. Oh, yes. We Californians, we survive anything. Remember, after living in Louisville, if you survive them tornadoes, you can survive <laughs> anything, darling. <laughs> well, listen, on that note, thank you, Shelly W., our you know, educated contributor from the Midwest. We really always appreciate your comments. Thanks for making yourself available, and we'll talk real soon. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. 